हेलो दिस इज अबान फ्रॉम न्यूज लॉन्ड्री डॉट कॉम ब्रिंगिंग यू योर डेली डोज ऑफ न्यूज टूडे सैटरडे द ट्वेंटी फोर्थ ऑफ डिसम्बर सिमिलर टू द ज्ञान वापी मॉस्क इन वाराणसी अ सर्वे हैज नाउ बीन ऑर्डर्ड फॉर द शाही ईदगाह मॉस्क इन मथुरा ओवर क्लेम्स दैट द रिलीजियस साइट हैज बिन बिल्ट ऑन द बर्थ प्लेस ऑफ लॉर्ड कृष्ण दिस कम्स मंथ्स आफ्टर एन एलेजेड शिवलिंग वॉज फाउंड ड्यूरिंग अ सर्वे एट द ज्ञान वापी मॉस्क इन वाराणसी आफ्टर लिटिगेशन बाय हिंदू आउटफिट्स videos of the survey were leaked to the media and a section of the media alleged that what the mosque authorities termed an ablution site or the wazukhana was actually a shivling meanwhile a survey will now be conducted at the shahi eidgah mosque on 2nd january and its report will be submitted after 20th january the local court which passed the order on a lawsuit filed by vishnu gupta of the right wing outfit hindu sena will now hear the matter on 20th january The lawsuit is among the many moved by Hindu outfits demanding the removal of the 17th century Shahi Eidgah Masjid from the Katra Keshavdev Temple claiming that the mosque has been built on the birthplace of Lord Krishna. The petitioners say that the mosque was built at the Krishna Janmabhoomi on the orders of Mughal Emperor Aurangzeb in the 17th century on the premises of a temple. The civil court in Mathura had earlier dismissed the case. saying it cannot be admitted under the places of worship act of 1991 which maintains that the religious status of any place of worship as it was on august 15 1947 this law was passed in 1991 at the peak of the ram janmabhoomi movement however in 1992 the babri mosque was demolished by hindutva activists who believed it was built on the birthplace of lord ram in a unanimous decision in 2019 the supreme court handed over the site for construction of a ram temple and ordered another plot for a mosque a day after former icici bank ceo chanda kochar and her husband deepak kochar were arrested by the cbi the agency sought a 3 day custody while producing the couple before a special mumbai court they have been arrested over alleged irregularities in a more than rupees 3000 crore loan granted to the videocon group when kochar was heading the private sector bank The loan subsequently became a non-performing asset for the ICICI Bank. CBI said it arrested the couple as they were not cooperating in the probe. A whistleblower had earlier alleged that Kochar's husband and a family members benefited from the deal. Chanda Kochar had quit as the bank's CEO in October 2018 over allegations that she favored the Videocon Group, a consumer electronics and oil and gas exploration company. One year later, ICICI said. that she had violated the bank's code of conduct and internal policies chanda kochar who worked at the bank for more than 3 decades gradually becoming one of the most influential women bankers has denied any wrongdoing in a statement earlier she had said and i quote i reiterate that none of the credit decisions at the bank are unilateral the organization design and structure obviate the possibility of conflict of interest unquote listeners this festive season Be the Santa for free press. With our Christmas offer, get your favorite annual masks, karare chane mugs, soap sets, and a lot more on discount. And besides each customized gift hamper, there is a free giftable subscription too for your friends and family. Get our merchandise and say that you are a proud member of a community that keeps independent media alive. Or give these to friends and family and spread the word about free, accurate, and independent news. The Bharat Jodo Yatra, which entered Delhi on Saturday morning, is set to reach Red Fort via India Gate and Nizamuddin. After marching through Delhi in the day, it will stop for nine days before resuming on 3rd January. In the national capital, 
it is set to cover a nearly 23 km stretch starting from the Badapur border. It is likely to reach Jammu and Kashmir in January. As the Yatra entered Delhi, Rahul Gandhi said, and I quote, There is no nafrat in this Yatra. If somebody falls, everybody helps them. This is the real Hindustan, not the BJP's and RSS's hatred-filled Hindustan, unquote. Traffic was affected in parts of Southeast Delhi as the Yatra entered the city. Sonia Gandhi, who earlier walked with Rahul in Karnataka in October, and Congress General Secretary Priyanka Gandhi also participated in the march. Senior Congress leaders, including Jairam Ramesh, Pawan Kheda, Randeep Surjewala, Bhupender Singh Huda, and Kumari Silja, were seen walking at the Yatra. Earlier this week, Union Health Minister Mansuk Mandavia had urged Rahul Gandhi to either halt the Yatra or strictly follow COVID protocols in the national interest. However, Congress leaders, including Gandhi, accused the BJP of targeting the party. The Yatra began on 7th September in Kanyakumari in Tamil Nadu. Amid a surge in COVID cases in China, the Union Health Ministry on Saturday issued a new six-point advisory to states and union territories. Health Minister Mansuk Mandviya said that all travellers from China, Japan, South Korea, Hong Kong and Thailand will have to produce a negative COVID certificate. If these passengers show symptoms or test positive, they will be placed under quarantine, he said. The minister also pointed to the significance of maintaining medical infrastructure even though the number of COVID infections are low in the country. The advisory suggested that mock drills be conducted to ensure steady oxygen supply and liquid oxygen stocks be checked for any emergency. India has increased genome sequencing of COVID cases in view of the sudden spurt in cases in China and elsewhere. The United States has raised concerns about the pandemic considering the possibility of virus mutations. The surge in China is being attributed to a new coronavirus mutant and the relaxations in the country's zero-COVID policy. In an exclusive interview with the Hindu, Brigadier Digbijay Singh, commander of Sector 23 Assam Rifles, has said that the instability in Myanmar has fallouts in India too. The officer said that the 23 Sector Assam Rifles is responsible for guarding and managing 510 kilometres of the total 1,643 kilometres of the Indo-Myanmar border. Mizoram, which shares a long porous border with Myanmar, has received an influx of Myanmar nationals crossing the border since the coup in the neighbouring country. Myanmar's military had ousted the Aung San Suu Kyi government to capture power last year. The state has reported a major spike in smuggling of narcotics and other materials. Brigadier Singh said, and I quote, With the free movement regime clause also effective in Mizoram, tracking of these illegal immigrants is difficult. But still, Assam Rifles keeps a record of all those coming in and going back to Myanmar. The figures of state government and Assam Rifles do not tally, since many of the illegal immigrants have returned back to their country. But still, a considerable number are staying in Mizoram. Unquote. The officers said that Myanmaris find it easy to get involved in the smuggling of narcotics, considering the uncertainty in their homeland, the easy access to both the countries and the easy bulk money that comes with the illegal business. In data rarely reflected in China's official statistics, a local news outlet operated by a ruling Communist Party branch has reported that there are half a million COVID infections in just a single Chinese city each day, the AFP reported. The news outlet in Qingdao quoted the municipal health chief as saying that the eastern city was seeing between 4,90,000 
and 5,30,000 new COVID cases a day. However, authorities officially reported just 31 new local cases in Shandong, the province where Qingdao is located. The report was widely shared by other news outlets, but the remarks were edited to remove the case figures. This month, China had significantly relaxed its controversial zero-COVID strategy, but the country is now struggling with a surge in cases, with empty pharmacies, occupied hospitals and backlogs at crematoria. The lack of strict testing has also made the caseload difficult to track, and authorities have tweaked the definition of a COVID death. Experts say this will significantly alter the COVID data. At least 19 deaths, thousands of flights cancelled, and more than 1.5 million affected by power cuts. That's the fallout of a massive winter storm in the US. A US National Weather Service map suggested it could be one of the greatest extents of winter weather warnings and advisories ever. The heavy snow and howling winds appended holiday plans for millions at one of the busiest times of the year, just days before Christmas and New Year's Eve. Blizzard conditions developed at the Great Lakes on the US-Canada border. AccuWeather forecasters have said that the storm could rapidly strengthen into what is known as a bomb cyclone through a process called bombogenesis, when the barometric pressure drops and a cold air mass collides with warm air. Conditions were cold enough for people to post videos of themselves carrying out the boiling water challenge, where boiling water is thrown into the air and instantly freezes. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a good day or good night depending on where you're listening from. See you on Monday. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Oh,